following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. What's going on, everybody? I'm the Nightmare. And I'm Rotten Jack. And this This is Common Common Debauchery. Common Debauchery may contain mature subject matter and is intended for adult audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Common Debauchery. I am the Nightmare, joined once again by Rotten Jack. And guess what? It's sp- p- 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 spooky season. It is friggin' spooky season. So we decided that we love Halloween so damn much around here, around these commonly debaucherous parts. Yes. That we are going to do a full two-month two lead to Halloween. Yeah. And I'm living for it. Me too. I mean, originally it just started like, oh, we'll just do like... You know, a, a spooky episode, like maybe a week or two out. Like, and yeah, then it just, we'll, we'll do a couple, and then and then it just kind of evolved into. I have this idea. I have that idea. I have this. Fuck it. We're starting at the beginning of September. Yeah, we're doing it. Here we are. We are on board. We are doing all the spookiest of the things here on Common Debauchery, uh, which may include a spooky uh, intro coming up. Or something. I'll figure that out if I have some free time and yeah. a little bit of creative juices going. So, episode one of Spooky Season yeah. is going to be all about ghosts, ghouls, goblins, and creepy, scary places. Yep. So, first and foremost, uh, I will let you start here on your belief in ghosts and kind of dive into that. Quite honestly, I don't think they're real. Really? Yeah. Okay. I've been ghost hunting. I don't think they're real. Okay. So we'll, we're going to dive into ghost hunting another time. Right. Um, that's going to be an entire episode in and of itself. We may even try to set up some type of uh, live feed from a haunted location, potentially. Uh, something along those lines. We'll discuss all that later on and figure that out. So um, you don't believe they're real. No, from my experience, everything, like, yeah, like there's some creepy things that happen in old places, like knocks and bangs, and some things you really can't explain, but to this point, I've not seen anything that uh, actually makes me think they're real. So, for somebody who adores, this, okay, so I'm a little taken back, because this was not the answer I thought that I would get here. Um, I, I didn't believe that this was something that, I didn't think this is this would be the way that this would go. Right. Okay, so... Uh, if you don't believe in ghosts and whatnot, then why the adoration for the spooky season? Because it's fucking spooky season, man. Like spooky season is a hell of a lot more than like are ghosts real. It's all about the horror movies, the the you know everything. Just like I don't know. Just because I don't think ghosts are real doesn't mean I can't love spooky season. That's totally fair. Um, I think I'm just surprised by it because I, I would assume my assumption was that you like spooky season so much because you've seen, lived, and and done. No, no, so, I love spooky season so much because I got involved in a haunted house. That's also fair, which we talked about in a, a previous yeah. episode. One, actually, one of the first episodes you did I with think me, it I think. was the first episode. Um, but yeah, like I don't, I don't think they're real. I, I don't. I just, I have not. I'm not saying that they're not. They very well maybe. You've just never experienced. I've just anything. never. I went in when I started doing the ghost hunting stuff. I went in thinking these are real. This is this is legit. This is these are real. Uh, my experience, however, maybe it was just the two guys that I was doing it with. Uh, they 
we're not going to get into the ghost hunting stuff, but they wanted right. me to do some things that they wanted me to basically trick and put clips out of random stuff that there was absolutely nothing in and gotcha. be like, oh my God, did you guys see that? Like, right. And I so, wasn't doing that. So they wanted the entertainment side of it and whatnot instead of actually like right. finding real evidence. Gotcha. Right. Okay. And I, and I appreciate that. And I appreciate the, uh, the honesty and the candor on that one. So I think the next step here would be it, while you were in any, okay, we'll, we'll take a step back. I'm trying to, trying to catch myself here. You threw me off. Um, <laughs> you were not ready for that. Answer. I was not ready for that answer. I don't know if I think, I think some, some parts of it are real. Like the things that you can't explain the, sure. like the, you know, the, 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 the creeks, the, you know, the, the, the sounds that you hear that you shouldn't hear in places that shouldn't be heard or whatever you want to call it. I think there's something to be said there. Uh, I think that there's some type of there's some type of supernatural existence. I just don't know what it is. Right. And that's that's kind of where I'm at. Like, I just like I said, I just I haven't had like I, I went in fully believing ghosts are 100 percent real. Like, right. this is going to be awesome. Like. Maybe I'm not going to get anything real good, but I'm going to at least have enough of an experience to legitimize what I've been thinking for years. Right. And I just never had it. And I'm just like, okay, that can be explained by that. That can be explained by that. Like, there were a couple of things that were kind of unexplainable, uh, but not enough for me to be like, yeah, dude, ghosts are fucking real. Totally fair. So uh, I have not done the ghost hunting experience, obviously. I mean, um, whether or not they're real or not, the ghost hunting experience is fucking fun. Like it is fun, right? Like all your height, all your senses are heightened. So everything makes you jump. Like your adrenaline is just going the entire time, and you are exhausted by the end of it. So the the closest thing I have to a ghost hunting story. And this is this is how I know something supernatural exists, uh, and these are just some experience of my own personally. Sure. Uh, back when I was in college, I got a text from a girl who was like, "Hey, me and my friend want to go to Gutelberg Cemetery." Now, I had never heard of Gutelberg at the time, um, but for those who don't know, Gutelberg is a I want to say a Civil War era cemetery. Um, I could be wrong. I'll try to pull up some. First of all, let me preface this. Anyone who is thinking about getting into ghost hunting or anything like that or explore, exploring the paranormal, anything like that, do not go to these places without express written permission from the owners. Like that That's like rule number one. Don't trespass in order to do it. Yeah, so... Uh, Gutelberg Cemetery is in South Wales, New York. Um, yes, it is I'm very actually. Familiar with it. I I know. I know you are. Yeah. Um, so, I'm. It was active from 1811 till 1927. Uh, it stood relatively peacefully until the late 90s. Uh, stories started to spread about ghost stories, ghastly apparitions, so on and so forth. So, basically, uh, the story behind it is something to the effect of there was a doctor who was performing late like super late term illegal abortions illegal abortions and burying the feti we'll call them in 
shallow graves on a hill behind or near the cemetery. The feral dogs of the area would smell the corpses, dig them up and eat them. And you would just find dismembered baby parts Mm -hmm. all over the cemetery, which started the creepiness. Uh, There was also reports that like women died during these uh, botched abortions and he also buried them in shallow graves and stuff one specifically was an actress who had come in for it wasn't a late term and of any kind it Mm -hmm. was she found out she was pregnant she wanted her movie career to go off being pregnant would put a huge kibosh on that and uh she either died or was murdered by the doctor uh and buried somewhere near the cemetery and that is the white woman of Gutelberg cemetery yes. that you can allegedly see in the tree row at mm-hmm. night uh the doctor hung himself from the tree in the middle of the cemetery upon being found or like knowing that he was going to be found out and have issues with the law he uh he took his own life there so he uh there's a story that says if you take a polaroid picture of the shadow of the uh, of the tree at night on a full moon without a flash, or if you take a picture of the tree with a flash, the shadow that is cast will have the silhouette of a hanging man on it. Yeah. So I get this text. Hey, you want to go? I was like, I've never heard of this. Well, me and my friend want to go, so let's go. You like you can you like you'll drive. It'll be awesome. It'll be fun. I don't know if you know this, but when two somewhat attractive blondes text you and say, let's go on a trip to a scary place, you're probably going. Yeah. Happened to me. So what ended up happening was we get there after like, so you're driving through Wales and you're like, turn, turn, turn. And all of a sudden you're on a pitch black, no lights on the side of the road road with trees that literally go up to the edge of the shoulder of the road. Mm -hmm. So there's nowhere to go. I mean, and it's thick and it's dark and all of a sudden one side just opens and there's the cemetery Mm -hmm. and it's like a Stonehenge fence around it and it like, it's just creepy looking. It's very eerie and have you ever been there? Yeah. So uh, now in in current days, they actually send regular patrols through there because it's been the site of alleged satanic ritual and vandalism and it, it just it got so popular in the lore of western new york that it, it almost became like a rite of passage for teenagers to to just go out there and uh you know for lack of a better term illegally trespass on the cemetery property and they were you know damaging stuff and you know alleged like satanic stuff going on out there so now like the erie county sheriffs and like what I, I think it's just the Erie County Sheriff's out there. They uh, they so too. they regularly patrol like every at least probably once an hour. Uh, a cop car goes around. So like if you go there, you're you're gonna get caught. It's yeah, they're they're pretty like pretty stingy about it because it is a historical site. Yes, and uh, they obviously don't want people's graves being tampered with and yeah. you know all the other stupid crap that happened there. Uh, th- other so some things that surround this are the hellhounds uh yep pitch black dogs uh there's a curse uh let's see the curse on the graveyard anything that is removed from the area or vandalized in any way which the person responsible will suffer extreme levels of misfortune uh some interpretations said the person will experience physical harm and even death so i'm sure that one kind of started as a stop 
breaking and stealing things. Right. Uh, obviously, there's the story of the doctor, there, and then there's some other unexplained events. Uh, so we get there, and it was the middle of summer, right? Mm-hmm. And we pull up, and I roll down my window just the littlest bit, and it is ice cold. Mm-hmm. Ice cold. And the girls look at me and go, are you getting out? I'm like, no. <laughs> They're like... Come on, really? You're not getting out? I'm like, you getting out? They're like, no, we'll like we'll stay here. You get out. I'm like, uh, if I get out, I'm taking my keys with me. And they're like, no, you got to leave the car running. I'm like, why? So you can get freaked out and fucking leave me here? Like, hell, <laughs> that is exactly what no. would happen. 100% that was what's going to happen. I'm like, either we're all getting out or no one's getting out. Like, and if, like, because I'm not, like, and, and if you say, oh, like, if you basically dare me to get out, I'm taking my car keys and you're going to sit here in a quiet car that is not running, not on, and has no. you have no way to leave. Mm-hmm. And if you get out of the car and run, I'm, I'm leaving you here. And we generally decided not to get out of the car. So we sat there, and we just looked over this creepy-ass yeah. cemetery, and all of a sudden, there was just what sounded like a chainsaw fire up in the distance. Now, mind you, it's like 1 in the morning. You're also out in the sticks, though. Way in the middle of, like, way in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, so we decide it is best for us to turn around and head on home. So we do. And as we're turning around, uh, like I pulled, I, we pulled past like the graveyard and just around the bend, there's this old house Yeah, that was pitch black. So we're like, all right, we'll go a little bit past the house, turn around and then we'll come back. So as we're coming back, all of a sudden this pitch black house had two lights on the garage door was open and the car in the driveway was running. And that's what sounded like the chainsaw. <laughs> and like, as we drove by, like we see this creepy old man, like, glare at us and like we just like i my my little saturday you were there to do oh hell yeah he did and now again and i I will tell you i never had any intention on vandalizing anything like it was just something cool to see and i'll tell you what he saw us and he looked like he sped up to get to his car i floored it as fast as my little saturn se2 could go and we hightailed it out of there that was not it was a fun thing to look back on that night i was scared crapless yeah so yeah, it's uh Gutelberg is definitely I've been there. I've not been there at night um because um the ownership of the cemetery uh really does not care for all the lore and everything. Right. Um so they do not allow anyone in there past like the hours that they're normally open. Um so obviously I've never been there at night even though I've thought about in my younger years, uh, going out there is like the rite of passage and stuff like that. Sure. Uh, I never actually did though. Um, but I have been out there to, to take a look at it like during the day and right when you're actually allowed to go and right. See, yeah. It. Um, it's, it's interesting. Um, I don't know though. Like it, it would be one of those places. Like if I could get into it with, through the proper channels, right. Uh, I would, I would love to. But. Yeah, I'll tell you, going not on the proper channels, and again, we didn't even step foot in the cemetery because I wouldn't get right. my damn car. It, like, it, and it, it is, it's that creepy. Like, yeah. Oh it, yeah, it, it it's feels, creepy. It's creepy during the day. It feels dark. It like it's just an old, it's an old cemetery. Right. Like I'm pretty sure there's like nobody buried in there newer than like the early 1900s. Yeah, there's not. Like, it, like it, they it, stopped using it as like a burial place in like the early 1900s. Yeah. Um, and that's. 
there's just so much surrounding it. Like in so many people, like people have written books about it mm-hmm. and it's just like they wanted to make a cemetery based on the stories about it or sorry, they wanted to make a movie based on the, yeah. the stories about the cemetery. Um, but yeah, so have, have you had any, have you gone anywhere that you've ever been like, Whoo-hoo-hoo. yeah, a few places. Um, I've, uh, through the proper channels when I was doing the ghost hunting stuff, uh, one of the first places we went was um, we went out to Rolling Hills Asylum out there just I outside would love Batavia. To go there. That's actually pretty easy to... Um, well, yeah, get, they, they do like tours. Right, but it's actually pretty easy to get a hold of the lady and she'll let you, like you just pay her and she'll let you do like right. your own private stuff and like book private stuff there. Right. Uh, that's actually pretty easy to do, which if we want to, I could definitely... Uh, probably get that handled yeah that sounds like so fun. probably cost us a couple hundred bucks to do yeah. but it's fun yeah we'll figure it out um that place is really creepy that was the first place i went um legitimately and there there were things that happened in there that i couldn't explain but it wasn't enough to make you believe make me a full-on believer and then you saw her face, and you were a believer. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> um, I don't know. Rolling Hills. There's there's so much going on out at Rolling Hills that the place is so big. It. We were there for. God, probably six, seven hours. Right. And we still didn't even like go everywhere or look at everything in that place. Um, there was a couple, like, I think a lot of it is just, you're just, you're, your anxiety is through the roof. Yeah. And like you, 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 it's probably stuff you would hear in a lot of places, right? but you, you just, just don't pay attention you're to it. You're hypersensitive, uh, because it's dark most of the time. If well, you're, and you're told you're, it's haunted, you're right. told it's creepy. If you're not looking with a flashlight, you're looking like just through your, uh, on the display screen on your camera right. in night vision and you if you look up from that you can't see dick right um so like there's a lot of things that go into it um i mean there's actually a lot of science behind some uh like explaining certain feelings that you get and stuff like that like right electrical currents and stuff like that can cause you know hair on the back of your neck to stand up and yada 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 right uh a lot of that is also attributed to uh it can also. How do I want to put this? Um, it can like, a lot of people say that it can determine whether or not there is an actual like spirit. Like right. the spirits draw on energy and produce enough of an, an energetic field that you can actually measure it. And right. So a lot of times you'll see, uh, I mean, everyone's watched the ghost hunting shows. They have well, EMF yeah. meters and, and then, then they say like, the, like that, that, that feeling is like, you know, and, and whether it's a positive reading or a negative reading is whether it's a dark entity or a light entity in the or a yeah, peaceful entity, whatever. Like, um, I don't know. Like rolling Hills was really cool. There was uh there was, that's probably the one place that I got one piece of, like evidence that I none of us really could explain. Uh, it was probably like two, three in the morning at this point. We were all just sitting on a couch in a random room, and I had left my voice recorder 
like out on a chair in the hallway, like further down the hall, probably about 50, 60 feet down the hallway. Um, anyone who's been to that place knows that, yes, it is abandoned. It is very old, but there really aren't any wild animals right in the building. There's not feral cats. We were there for almost eight hours. Yeah. And didn't see one cat or any evidence of cats, anything like that. Well, especially if the building's well kept, like the, they're they're not gonna get in. Right. Like, yeah, it's not like it's I mean, it's old and decrepit, but like it's it's well enough locked up that Well, and it's gotta be structurally sound or they wouldn't allow people in it. Exactly. Um like the type of abandoned building <clears throat> that you'd find cats in usually has like broken windows and busted down doors. And, right. Exactly. Yeah. Um so we were all just sitting there on the couch and all of a sudden we just hear like this like almost like a feral cat or like a like a lion or something just and like we heard it with our own ears and I actually did catch it on my voice recorder I don't I used to have the clip on my old phone if I had it I would play it that's really cool um but it was just really weird because there was nothing in not once through the entire night did we hear anything like that and then right. all of a sudden there was just out of the blue for no out of the reason. blue we're just sitting there and and i can tell you being a cat owner cats usually like growl or yowl like that more than once it's usually not like right. a one off it's usually yeah no it was just like a one off it's the only time we ever heard it but it didn't it didn't sound like a like a cat cat it didn't sound right. like a, even if it was a feral cat it didn't sound like like a household cat it right. sounded like like it was just like this guttural like growl and we were all just like what the fuck <laughs> like did you hear that did, did i just hear that in my head or like what and then went back and found my recorder and it was like almost right next to my recorder wow. so that that's really cool yeah that's about that's really like the only evidence that i ever really caught that i was like okay um mm. So something I may or may not have gotten into a local defunct insane asylum back in my college days. I think we all did. Um, I did. In in I, I cannot divulge time, place, location. Yeah, because obviously we know. We we know. If if you know, you know. If you know, you know. If you don't, it's a hotel now. Yeah. Um. So I actually have stories about that too. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Continue where you're going. Okay. But yeah. So uh as as many of the stories of my college college days do, this starts with trying to impress some women. Uh me and my fraternity brother, my big brother in the fraternity that I was in for about two years, uh, while I was at this one college. Uh hey buddy, a couple girls are coming with us, like, let's go to the bar. All right, let's go. So we get walking, all of a sudden he's he decides uh there were two other guys that ended up with us, and it it was one of those weird things where, like, I believe my my brother thought that it was going to be just the four of us, and then it turned out to be six of us. And oh god, yeah, it was it was weird. So like, my buddy Joe had a lot of big dick energy back then, and he was like, "Well, the bar is boring. Let's do something more fun." And it was what's more fun, and it turns out he had found out that these dudes were coming like almost last minute, but had time to like stop and grab a 12 pack, threw it in his backpack. And he's like, let's break into the joint. Uh -huh. I was like, all right, cool. Let's do it. So he hopped the fence. The two other dudes were like, 
yo, there's a cop sitting right there. Like he's like panning the like the the perimeter and stuff. Like we're gonna get, like we're getting arrested. Like we're not doing this. And we're like, see you, boys. And that's how you get rid of two dudes that are crashing you and your buddy's double date. Mm-hmm. So we helped the girls over. I hopped over, ripped my jeans in the process, which was really funny. It's re- back then. It was really hard to actually get in there because oh yeah, they patrolled that like crazy. so well. So part of this story is we came from the far end, worked our way to like through some of the tall grass, and then like there was a walking path opening. Like where they had cut, and it looked like they cut it to like get to, to be able to like drive around the building, mm-hmm. but it hadn't been used. So it was like that grass was like six inches tall, and then the grass in front of us was like a foot and a half to two feet tall. Mm-hmm. So like we were like, okay, just on the other side of this grass, there's like a little tunnel that goes under the building. We can get behind the building, but there's like a twenty foot gap where it's cut where you can be seen clear as day. Mm-hmm. So the goal was one at a time, military crawl to the edge. Make sure the hopefully spot- no one was wearing like white. We were all wearing like jeans and dark and dark you know. t-shirts. Um, and the idea was like, okay, get that like get that opening. Make sure that the the spotlight's not on you or like near us. As soon as you get it, get there and go and get down. Yeah. And three out of four went silky smooth. And oh, then no. and then your boy. <laughs> so I start military crawling through, and I like. I lost sight of the spotlight. So I like, like kind of crouched up and like peeked up just a little bit. And all of a sudden I saw the light go to whip through whip over to where I was. I hit the deck and I just laid there and I just like watched this light, like pan over where I was like five, six times real slow. I'm like looking through and can barely see like my buddy's eyes just over the ledge. Like, Oh my God, we're going to get caught. Oh my God, we're going to get caught. And the idea was like, if, something happened like the other guys go out scatter scatter through the back and then you're kind of on your own which is why one guy went first and one guy went last and the girls were in the middle every man for himself at that point so after a few minutes like the light kind of keeps going around again and it's like i get to the edge the light comes back over the top of me and like i'm i literally i've got a black hat on so like i literally just curl up as best i can and try like to get, look like a boulder. Just try to look like, you know, a, a weird shadow or something. And like, and he just right over the top of me, like probably a little bit further back than I was. Right. Um, And just went, went around again, brought it back around. And as soon as it went back around and it like got to the, uh, like to the front of the building, I booked it like baseball slide and down. And as I baseball slide and down, it whipped back right over where we were. And I was like, whole like this dude knows something's going on. Right. But like can't he saw see. something, right. but he can't figure but, out. He can't pinpoint it. Yeah, he's he's catching like glimpses of things out of his peripherals and just whatever. So we end up going and back, and we end up having to climb a gutter, uh, like a drain. Yeah, and like my buddy did it first. He was able to pry open the some of the plywood that was over one of the windows, and. Uh, so he peels that off. We like he climbs in, kicks it open enough that we don't have to like try to like prop ourselves and pry. It's open in a jar. Mm-hmm. So we go shimmying up and we end up walking around seeing like there's a hole in the floor where somebody yeah. fell through and like crashed and hurt themselves severely on a hardwood gym floor. It's really, really creepy. But at the same time, like it was really cool. 
Right. And um, like we were down like downstairs and there were like holding cells with chains on the wall. Yep. And you'd go walking through and like you'd hear like a chain wet rattle, but nobody was near it. Right. And um, you're in the basement. Like there's no wind. There's right. no air movement. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's very like it's very stale, very musty down there. Like it just. Mm-hmm. And also you just hear like a little like. Ching, 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 ching. Yep. Not not the not the background noise you're hearing now, but. You're fine. Um, like just a, a chain rattle and stuff yeah. like and it, it's just the creepiest, weirdest, goofiest like, oh, my God, what the hell? I got in there once. And it was me and one other guy. Probably were probably like 18, 19 at, the, at that point. I was 20. So at that point, you're like, fuck it. I get arrested. Whatever. <laughs> I can tell you that definitely wasn't my idea. But right. But at the, at the same time, like I wasn't one to turn down a good time either. Like right. I wasn't gonna be like, "Well, this is this um, is something that is probably not the most legal of activities." Right. I totally don't want to like walk through this really cool old building that I shouldn't be in. Right. Um. I mean, even even this just, is where the disclaimer at the top of the show comes in again. Yes. I mean, even just seeing uh, pictures of the place, yeah. um, just like bent metal beds and stuff, just thrown all over the place in the hallways wheelchairs everywhere we um we got to look through one of the intake booklets yeah like they they're, still had like medical records yes still yes, sitting did. there we found a couple of them yeah so like we looked through them and it, it was cool like yeah. seeing the intake record books like because it was a lot of it was like john doe mm-hmm. five foot eight caucasian male approximately 170 pounds uh, one black shoe, one brown shoe, two gray socks of different shades, uh, pants, no identification, uh, 76 cents in the right hand, in the right pocket, uh, pocket watch inscribed from grandpa, love you, uh, white button up shirt with white or yellow pit stains and no other personal effects. Yeah. And like, and that's how people got admitted to this place. And like, it was really cool. Um, my buddy claimed that he still had one of those books i don't know if he did or not but the the story this story ends by us venturing to the top of the bell tower and, oh see i never went up there and and having a beer at sunrise so we were there till sunrise oh, it was geez. really it was okay. really cool nice. that's one of the cooler stories of my uh rebellious childhood but, so my brother is a uh he's a, he's a welder so he i don't i don't think he's in like any of the, like the welding unions or anything like that but he knows through like contacts and sources and doing stuff like that, he knows of guys who are in a lot of like the working unions and stuff like that. Uh, when they were redoing that place to turn it into the hotel, uh, these guys were saying that you know, you know, John would be there on Monday, and all of a sudden Tuesday he wouldn't be there. Yeah, he would just peace out and he wouldn't ever come back. Yeah, apparently there was some spooky shit happening as they were like redoing this stuff and it was to the point that these guys were like fuck that i'm not coming back right now i've i've seen and experienced some like fuck that this is creepy moments in my life uh for sure and i am shocked that i didn't have one of those while we were there right again saw and heard some creepy things but like i didn't have that like we, we we need we 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 gotta go. we gotta go we gotta go like I didn't right. have that, so I very much had that at Gutelberg. Yeah, um, the the funny thing is is that the uh, the people that bought that that place and redid it, 
um, the stories that I had heard is they hated anything like ghosts or paranormal, anything like that. And they basically instructed all of the employees working there that if anyone ever brings any of that up, you change the subject. You are not to engage. You are not to engage. You are not to speak of any of that, anything like that. Um, if you are caught doing it, you are going to be fired on the spot. Like they hated that stuff that much. Right. Like if you were a paranormal group going in there, you couldn't tell them you were a paranormal group going in there. Right. And if they caught you like wandering around the halls, like in the middle of the night with like cameras and stuff like that, they'd be like, uh, yeah, you need to leave right now. So, as I look over my shoulder here, uh, the unicorn, as she's prepping dinner, which you've heard the sound effects of in the background. Uh, it smells fantastic, by the way. What are you even making? Jambalaya. Oh, she makes bomb jambalaya. Uh, so, she went through the uh, the hotel that it is now. Um, they did, like, a, a tour of the unfinished part, which mm-hmm. is the old asylum. And... She said it was cool, but, like, there was really nothing to call home about. Um, got to see some cool things, some interesting uh, aspects of it. You know, They probably cleaned it up a lot, I'm sure. Well, there's only some sections. Right, but the sections that they did let you in, they probably cleaned it up a lot and made it not so... So, you know, and it, it, that's very much a, like, asylum meets prison type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, or at least I heard that there were, like... Rooms that had their own outdoor courtyard that was fenced in off like a balcony that had like bars and stuff. So it looked like a prison courtyard for an inmate who had his own courtyard off his cell because he was too dangerous to be with anybody else. Um, Very, very interesting location. I can tell you that much. Like I said, I I am very surprised that I didn't get that like heebie-jeebies we got to go and that we stuck out the whole night. I've never actually gotten that. We got got the girls out about halfway through and then me and my buddy just finished wandering around. Right. I never... In all the places that I've been, I've never actually had that, like, oh, shit, we need to leave right now moment. And I've, I've been to several places. Um, right. But, you know, I've definitely had some weird feelings. Um, just like, but then again, like I said before, it's like, it. I think a lot of it's just like your anxiety, your senses are heightened, everything. Yeah, but, I mean, I, I was reading, I was just earlier today, actually, I was watching a video uh, on a tweet that somebody tweeted or retweeted. Because sometimes she retweets stuff and I, I watch it. Uh, and they were ta- talking about how like anxiety, like anxiety and anxious feelings evolved from your body basically telling you like, yeah, you got to go. You're right. So like, I, I don't know, man, like that. I can tell you that's exactly what Gutelberg was for me. It was like the, just this innate feeling that you couldn't put your finger on of we should not be here. Like we we need to go. We should not I be here. I only had that feeling. I never had a feeling of like we need to leave this place before, but I have had uh, at at we went to uh, Iron Island uh, Museum the one night. Okay. Um, super super awesome place. It's it's now a museum that's got all kinds of like war um, war memorabilia and all all kinds of stuff. If you live in the Buffalo area and you want to go see some cool stuff. It's a great place to go, just as a museum. Right. Place used to be a funeral home. Even cooler. Yeah. And I believe it was a church at some point, too. Um, that sounds right. That sounds yeah. very Buffalo. Right. Um, there, there there, was one area that they wanted me to 
walk through the room, go into like the room behind the room, and then go up a ladder and poke my head up into the like the crawl space above. For some reason, I couldn't even like get myself to walk past the threshold of the first room. Like something really? was just like, don't fucking go in there. Interesting. Um, that's probably like the like the strongest feeling I've ever had. Right. And that's the only place I've ever had it. But okay. like anywhere else, I was like, yeah, sure. Like you want to stick me in this? Uh, uh, like at, at Rolling Hills, they they took me down in the basement into like this boiler room that had like another little another even tinier room uh probably smaller than the size of your bathroom like off the boiler room i I do have a big bathroom but for a normal room it's not big right um they're just like yeah just hang out in here for like 20 minutes right just like record and this that and the other i'm like yeah sure fine whatever not a problem they when they screwed off to whatever other part of the building they were going to go look at and Left me there by myself for 20 minutes. I was fine. No worries. Right. Uh, but for some reason, I just I couldn't bring myself to cross that threshold at Iron Island. Like, hmm. I got I would walk up to it. I would, like, psych myself up. I'd walk up to it and just be like, nope, 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 nope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got this. We got this. No, 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 no. Nope, 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 nope. That's the only time and place that I've ever had that. So, interesting detail that I forgot to say about my trip to Goodleburg was upon returning and dropping my Gutelberg companions off, uh, we did see small, muddy handprints on the front of my vehicle, which was really creepy. Yeah, like, that, that that is one of the things. Yes. It's, uh, and, and it's, if you if you go there, you were supposed to, like, sprinkle baby powder, like, on your trunk or on the back of your, your windows. Didn't, didn't have to. Right. Saw, saw handprints on my car. Like, because I didn't know any of the lore going right. in. I just, this just happened. Uh, so as sure as God's got sandals, it happened to me. So yeah. like, and that's it, like, and if I'm lying, I'm crying. I ain't shed a tear. So yeah, uh, that's a true story. We did see the, uh, the, the baby handprints on the front of my vehicle, which after. it's, it's funny that you did see that because a lot of people they'll go there they'll sprinkle the baby powder and stuff like that. And they won't get anything, yeah. but like you didn't even, and that those are people that know the lore that right. do that. Had no clue. You didn't even know the lore when you went there. Like it, it was to the point, that. it was to the point that like I looked at the girl who saw it because she freaked out. And I was like, it had to have been like a raccoon that like was checking out my car or something on a different day. Like right. there's no way, no way. Right. And I was like, no, those were not raccoon paws right but uh so i i worked overnight security and this is this story is going to be riddled with uh code and uh non-specifics because of what it is was it that was this have you you've told me this one before right i believe i have yes at uh you know the the place across the street yeah when i worked when i worked overnight security at day Yeah, yeah yeah okay so I was working overnight security at day camp, and the one building that they would house campers at was an old hospice ward across the street. So this was for, like, short-stay campers. They were, you know, people who'd stop in for the weekend. Um, and the one night I'm up there, and there's only, like, there were three floors. Sorry, there was a basement and then three floors. The basement itself was creepy as all hell. It connected to the 
uh, the old folks' home across the street, which then connected to a different building down the street and around the corner. Fun fact: When I was on the ambulance, I used to go into that place all the time. Yes, like the the like the main the, the old, main the building. old folks' home. Yeah. yeah, that place. Even when it was open, that place was creepy as shit. So like you'd be like that that place is still creepy because you'll drive around behind it and there's random stuffed animals that sit in the windows. Yeah, they move. They change windows. There's no one in there. Yeah. They don't even have overnight security anymore. No. And they haven't for about five or six years. But those stuffed animals changed what window they're sitting in. Very specifically, there is a purple gorilla, a purple stuffed gorilla. And I've seen that thing over the course of the last decade or so move down the building. And it just stays on the backside looking out windows and stairwells. Mm-hmm. It's the creepiest thing ever. So I'm working overnight security at day camp in the third floor of this building, which when I got shown through this place, the third floor was empty and me and the guy who was showing me around heard three different toilets flush on our floor that nobody else was on, but the two of us, the elevator shaft would open and close with the elevator itself being on the first floor. Cause we didn't take the elevator up. We walked the stairs to see all three floors and the basement. Um, so the one night it's me and six campers on this third floor. And I'm just sitting there, got my feet kicked up, watching TV at the desk. And all of a sudden, one of the campers starts screaming bloody murder. Just blood-curdling, a shrill. Just, yeah! I fire up out of my chair. Look, and this dude is pinned against the wall, like, just flush. Yeah. Like, turning flush white pale now you're waiting trying to figure out like all right where's the dude who's trying to hurt him like yeah, who's like, asked do like, i gotta beat like now? what what other camper am i gonna have to have a problem with here because and like i walk in now this dude uh the way these rooms were set up is they were rooms of two two cots rooms of two bunk beds or rooms of six five or six bunk beds yeah the rooms of two bunk beds and five or six bunk beds had a connecting bathroom the rooms of two did not have a bathroom. So they had to use the community bathroom in the middle of the floor. Sure. So it's not like there was somebody in his room that ducked out and snuck down the hall. Sure. Through like, the through bathroom corridor. Bathroom. Yeah, yeah, through a connected bathroom or anything. This dude was the only one in a room, came flying out of it, screaming bloody murder. So I will like go fly. Like, dude, what the hell? He's like, I ain't going back in there. I ain't going back in there. I'm like, why? He goes, you walk in there. This building did not have air conditioning. It was once again in the middle of summer. If it was 95 degrees outside, it was 115 on the third floor of this building Mm -hmm. because there was no circulation. It was just hot. So let's say it was 80. It means it was like in the 90s somewhere on the third floor. I walk in and can see my breath. Mm -hmm. Literally cross the threshold, go and saw the breath come out of my mouth and felt the chill go down my spine and went, took two steps backwards and went, all right, man, you can sleep anywhere else tonight. I don't care. I'm not coming back down here. <laughs> yeah. And he slept at the other end of the building. Uh, that building there, like there was a common room for people, like for the campers to hang out in, play games and whatnot during the day. At night, uh, all of the rooms in the entire facility, regardless of uh, in, in building, outbuilding, whatever, have a nightlight setting that you turn off the main light and the like a, a, a middle bulb stays on that's dimmer. Yeah. Well, that one in the day room was flickering. And it wasn't like it was like flicker, 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 
it was like flick, 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 flick. Yeah. Flick, 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 flick. And I just kept, ex- you know, expecting to see a creepy child with blood running out of her eyes. <laughs> you know, one of the times <laughs> that it shut off and turned back on. But uh, the other creepy one was I was down at one of the building because every half hour or so you have to go to take, take a walk down the hallway to check and make sure everybody's okay. And I walked down to one end of the building and I looked to the other end and there's a chair shimmied in the corner and I have to walk down there because again, I have to walk the whole, whole length of the hallway and I'm looking and it looks like there is an old man wearing like gray scrubs sitting in the corner. So I pull my flashlight out. Nobody in the chair, somebody in the chair, nobody in the chair, somebody in the chair. Like every time I turn the light on, there was nobody sitting in the chair, but without my flashlight on, there was someone sitting in that chair until I got past my desk, which was about the halfway point of the hallway. Mm-hmm. Talk about wanting to be like not in a place that you don't have a choice. Like you can't leave. You can't right. go downstairs. You can't go outside. Like you have to be there because you're in charge of the well-being of the campers. Right. That was creepy. It wasn't like it was never like even when I walked in the room, saw my breath and felt a chill. I wasn't like, oh, my God, I got to go. But it definitely wasn't, like, great. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, like I said, I just, I've, I wish, I wish I had. I wish I had an experience like that with you. Yeah. Like, you know, you see someone standing there. They're sitting in the chair. Turn the light on. No, no one there. Turn it off. There's someone there. I just, I don't. Like, I have weird experiences of, like, hearing things through like other devices and stuff that we use through ghost hunting right which those can be like debatable at best there's literally no science behind them at all right um you know it i just i don't have i don't have anything although at one point we were using a uh an sp7 spirit box uh in one of the rooms of rolling hills and like when i would go I would wear a St. Michael pendant right, uh, for protection. And all of a sudden, like, through the spirit box, like, we're hearing, like, you know, you know, like, names and stuff. And all of a sudden, it's like, Michael, Angel. And we're like, like, no one else put it together. But in my head, I'm like, wait a minute. I'm wearing a fucking St. Michael pendant. Right. For those playing the home game, St. Michael the Archangel. Yes. Like, one of the baddest asses. Like, uh, it is, I believe, the patron saint of protection. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I wore that because when I left for the military, uh, my best friend gave that to me. Right. Uh, like, he had it. No, he got he got me the uh, the finger rosary. Um, someone, someone got me a single Michael Pendant when I left for the military. Um, but I would wear that all the time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and then another point, like my brother's name came through Weird. like, yeah, like it said my brother's name and I'm like, the fuck? Like, right. I mean, my brother doesn't have an uncommon name, but it's not super common. Like, right. Okay. And, and, and like specifically to just like have a name come across that is relevant to one of the people in sure. the party. Like, yeah. I mean, there's billions of names out there. Right. But for, you know. Michael and Angel to come through at one point right. and then like specifically like my brother's name I was like okay maybe there is something so like I have those experiences but I I wish I I wish I had seen something that was like 
Okay. Mo- yep. Like get to give you more hard proof. Right. Yeah. I um obviously I've seen enough to know that there's some type of supernatural something out there like I said at the top, at the top of the show. I don't necessarily know like do I think it's in the realm of like ghastly apparitions and stuff like that like you see in some movies? No. Yeah, you know, but I mean, these stories got to come from somewhere, right? Yeah. You know, and a lot of I mean, what's the difference between believing in some type of otherworldly entity living and moving amongst us or in certain places that it's somehow tied to or, uh, I mean, bound to almost and, you know, any type of mythological or religious being. Yeah, exactly. Like you're, you're going to, you're going to tell like, I, I, I love it. And again, we don't do the whole like religious thing on the show, but like I enjoy when I hear a Christian of some kind or a Catholic tell me they don't believe in ghosts. And I'm like, you realize that's one third of your thought process, right? Right. <laughs> I have questions. Like, isn't, isn't the Holy Ghost like right. one third of your like Holy Trinity there? Yeah. Like you're going to believe in two. that one? Oh, uh, yeah. And the yeah. Holy Ghost. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's definitely like, you, interesting. You're, you're going to believe in that one, but any other one is complete hogwash? Right. Okay. Yeah. So there's got to be some kind of something out there. I believe there is some kind of something out there. Right. Like there's there's got to be something out there. There's got to be. Like there, there's no way that this is the only plane of existence. Right. Just like there's no way this is the only livable planet. Just the same way that there's no way this is the only, like, dimension. Like, right. I mean, I'm not saying that they're not real. I'm just saying it. It is. It is likely. It is probable that they are real. It, that there's there's something else out there, as far as what it is and what they want, uh, or how to actually communicate with them. I don't know. Right. Um, you know, psychic mediums claim to be able to communicate with the dead. Uh, that's a whole other issue that we're not even going to get into. If anybody listens to this, either is or knows a legitimate psychic medium. I do. I would. I would... So when are they coming on the show? Uh, I could I could ask her if she would like to. Yeah. Fire that up. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, that's all that one. Uh, yeah, there, there definitely is. There's got to be something... Uh, you know, I mean, even even if you approach this from a scientific standpoint, sure. Like that's why they en- that's energy. Why they, that's why they call it paranormal research. It's that's the actual term for it. It's not like we all call it ghost hunting, right? It's and, really not. It's paranormal research. And the entire idea behind it is like from a scientific standpoint is that in no reaction can energy be created or destroyed. Yeah, right. There's there's a finite amount of energy, so. When, it just transforms into something else. And right. What that is, don't know. I mean, we we find new things all the damn time. Like right. we talk, we've talked about it when we talked about like stuff with the ocean and things that, you know, like there's things that we don't know on land, like the uh, national parks debacle. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, again, there there have been supernatural ties to that. So yeah. I, you know, you never know. Um, I am definitely intrigued by a lot of this. I am super pumped to dive further into these topics yeah. for the next seven or eight weeks, depending upon yeah. how the calendar leads. But yeah. uh, anything else for the good of the order on this one? No. I mean, I, I will reach out to my uh, my my medium contact that I know. But like you said, like if anyone that does listen to us, if you are a, a psychic medium or anything like that, please, please reach out to us. Like, yeah. We would love that. Like, Absolutely. I mean, I know I have my contact, but if we have one of you that are a listener that wants to uh, – 
you know, get a hold of us and maybe we could like set up like a Zoom call and get you involved in an episode at some point. That'd be great. Absolutely. 100%. We want it. Yeah, that would be absolutely fantastic. So um, that being said, thanks for tuning in, tuning in, guys. This is another episode of Common Debauchery. Common Debauchery part of the BICBP Radio Network, www.bicbp-radio.com slash common-debauchery. You can go to the website, find us and all the other awesome podcasters on the network, including my other shows, The Producers, Hats, Tats, and Stats, and Tip of the Cap Podcast. You can also find us on Facebook at Common Debauchery. Just search us. We'll be the only thing that pops up. Uh, you can find us on social media between me and Rotten Jack. If you'd like to, you can go and do that. And, um, you know, like, follow, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Every click and every share helps us and helps the cause. Uh, anybody looking to potentially sponsor the show, uh, as you heard, there were some in-house sound effects going on in the background. Uh, if we get enough and consistent sponsorship, we could potentially find a place to do this where there wouldn't be so much noise in the background, which would help the audio for you guys as the listeners. So, uh, you know, anybody who wants to get in on that, or if you want to be on the show in any way, shape or form, have some type of, especially in the next two months, some type of spooky story, scary tale, or yeah, love uh, it. would love it. Any interesting anecdotes to add to the Halloween themed episodes. Uh, we would love for you guys to you chime guys are in. really going to love the next few weeks. We yeah. got so much good stuff planned. We're going to go serial killers, actual haunted locations. More, uh, more so. That, like th- these were just haunted locations we went to, like that we've been right like, that we've seen. So yeah, not even like good ones. Cults, like, not- serial killers, you name it. If it's spooky, we're probably going to run down like a top ten horror movie list. Hell yeah! So, uh, so again, thanks for tuning in, guys. We will catch you next time. I'm the Nightmare. And I'm Rotten Jack. And this has been Common Debauchery. The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. In a post-apocalyptic world, decimated by a global pandemic, two men will arise to talk about movies featuring the quote king Austin Kelm the wizard of Jaws Derek Jaws they are the Podducers